Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. <sighs> Today's Friday, April 29th, and it's a beautiful day outside here in San Diego. I don't know. I don't know what's going on for you right now. Maybe it's raining. I'm jealous. I'm jelly. I'm not going to. I wish it would. I wish it would rain in Southern California. It's not going to rain. It's not. I just got to be grateful. That's that's what life's all about, right? Because then it's going to rain. Then it's going to flood. And then I'm going to lose my car. I'm going to see my car drifting by my window. And I'm like, I wish the sun was out. So we have to be grateful for where we are. How are we doing today, ladies and gents? I hope that uh, this podcast is finding you in a peaceful, tranquil, rested state. And if not, if you're upset, if you're if you're bothered by something, if you if you are frustrated with the way things are, if you're enraged, feel all of that. Feel it from your toes up through your hips into your chest to the tip of your nose, feel all of that, feel it. You know why? Because nothing lasts forever. So whether you are uh, in, in joy or in, in just so much uh, exuberance or you are in pain, it, it, it's passing, it's passing. Whether, whether we do something for it or not, it's, it's on its way out. That's just how life is, and that's the beauty of life. And, and that's why this moment is the most important moment right here. Today I want to talk about so many things. Uh, first of all, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I want to talk about the NFL draft. I know, you're like, Leo, this is a suicide prevention podcast. What does the draft have to do with anything? And it, it's about defense, and I'm going to talk about defense and our mental health. That's right. But I'm going to do it through the NFL draft. And don't worry. Don't worry, ladies and gents. You don't have to be a, a football player or, uh, you know, be a person to follow sports to understand how I'm going to tie it all in. Um, we're going to talk about how people are unionizing at companies and why that's important for them. I'm going to tie, you know, I tie everything back to mental health. We're going to talk about unionization. We're going to talk the NFL draft. We're going to talk about being omnivorous. You know, I used to take pride in, you know, I was vegan for a while. But I'm going to talk, I'm not, and when I say omnivorous, I'm not just talking about food. I'm talking about life, how to be omnivorous. And then uh, I'm going to talk about Haley Bieber, of all people. That's right, Justin Bieber's wife and what that has to do with our mental health. Um, and of course I'm gonna do a little reading from 365 Tao and today's topic is master, but I'm not going to get into that right now. Right now, I want to start off with the NFL draft. That's right. Right now we have the NFL draft going on and I don't know if you ever followed the draft or if you follow football, but this is the first year where defense, defensive players have been the most drafted players and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it's been all defensive players in the first round. Why am I bringing this up? A lot of times when we are struggling with loss, 
Um, I get a lot of emails from people who are talking about how they've lost their house, their, their, their relationship, they've lost their job, and they're even losing their, their physical identity through some type of pain or diagnosis. And when we're experiencing loss, we tend to do one of two things. One direction we go is like, I'm losing everything, so I might as well just give up on everything. Just just let it all just let it all go downhill. And and let's actually, you know what? Let's throw a little gasoline on it and speed it up. So then, you know, we get into the food, the drugs, the alcohol, the sex, right? It's like it's all going to hell. I might as well speed this up and let's let's get to hell a little faster. And then there are those amongst us who say, okay, I've, I've lost my relationship, I lost my house, I lost my job, uh, my physical health is deteriorating, I have, a, I have a diagnosis, and I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to maintain what I have and then see if I can build on it in some way. That's what that's why defense is so important. If anybody who follows sports, they know that offense wins games, but defense wins championships. And if and to specify on that, when we talk about defense winning championships, and we talk about championships, we're talking about our life. We're talking about thriving and and feeling like we are on top of the world. And how do we do that? In defense, it's all about talking about basketball specifically, even though I, talk, I started talking about the NFL draft. It's about getting the rebounds, and it's about causing turnovers. That's why defense is so great. And in life, how do we get those rebounds? How do we cause those turnovers? In that we have to be proactive. We can't just let life happen to us. We have to initiate action. We have to push the story forward. Impose our will. Yes, I know. Going through a divorce, they're getting half, maybe even getting the kids fired from your job. Um, You have a, a, a medical diagnosis. Listen, remember, you're talking to your boy, Leo Flowers. I lived out my car for three years. I was paralyzed twice. Broke. Thousands of dollars in debt. And, And this is not one of those, I did it so you can do it too. I'm not saying that. I I recognize that even with everything that I've been through, I still had benefits and advantages and resources that I had access to. What I am saying is that I took advantage of those. I took advantage of my resources. I took advantage of my opportunities. Instead of saying, well, I'm down in the dumps. Nothing is going to help me. I'm not going to call the 1-800-SUICIDE hotline number. I'm not going to Um, see if I can get unemployment benefits. I'm not going to go to physical therapy. 
I'm not going to show up for my doctor's appointments. I'm not going to do the stretches and exercises that my doctor has given me. I'm not going to journal. I'm not going to continue to read. I remember one time I was walking through a park and there was a lady, her name's Sarah, and I, and I may have, or, or Susan, and I may have mentioned her in a previous podcast. And Susan is someone who I've noticed living on, on the streets for a while. And every time I, I would go for my morning walk, I would see Susan pushing his cart. And then one day I just stopped and, and talked to her and said, um, and asked her about her life story, you know? And when she started talking, I noticed how white her teeth were. I was like, her teeth are immaculate and impeccable. And so I was, then I was really curious about her because I mean, you know, if you look at her besides her teeth, it, you, it, she looked like she had been on the streets for years. You know, she had on layers of clothes, wearing the same thing every day and, um, you know, pushing this cart, sleeping on the same bench. And Susan told me that she owned a business. She owned a business. And as she, in the first year and a half, you know, it takes a couple of years before your business can really become profitable. Um, she had a health uh, issue. And because of the health issue, could no longer work and sustain the business. So the business shut down. She got heavily behind in, in bills and debt, lost her place, lost her company. And now she's living on the streets. And all that to say is I saw her reading a book. And I was like, wow, what are you reading? And it was a, a self-help book. And I go, you know, sometimes I don't feel like reading those books. I, I, I don't know if, if, there, if there's uh, any use to them. And she said to me, Susan, this lady who owned a business, had a health issue, and, and probably still struggling with health issues, she had to be north of uh, like around maybe even 300 pounds and, and whatever compounding issue she had on top of that, you know, and, and living on the streets. She said, never stop feeding your mind. She's like, always continue to feed your mind. As soon as you lose your mind, everything else goes. And, and so this is a person who is still playing defense. She's still staying active, keeping her brain engaged, reading books, doing what she can to pull herself back to where she was or at least not speed up her decline, not, not help the, the spiraling down. Holding on to hope where she can, accessing her resources. You know, she goes to the library every day. And, and reads and checks out books. And she's preparing her mind so that when there is an opportunity, when there's that sliver of, of light that shines through, she's ready. Oh, she's ready to, to pounce. She's ready for it. It might be uh, three days. It might be three months. It might be three years, three decades. She's going to be ready. We all saw that movie Shawshank Redemption. Um, 
and I say we all, but if you've seen the movie Shawshank Redemption, it's a powerful tale of this guy who gets arrested. I don't remember if it was for something that he did or if he was set up for, but it was a, it was a white collar crime and he's in jail and, you know, things go south for him because he's not, he's not fit to be in jail and they take advantage of him. And for, for years and even I believe decades, and he just starts planning his escape, plotting his way out, playing defense. Cause you know why defense wins championships. He kept his hands active. If you know anything about sports and defense, it's all about keeping your hands active, right? Keep your hands active. That's why we talk so much about journaling. You have a pen in your hand, you're writing, keeping your hands active. That's why we talk about exercising. You have weights in your hand. We're keeping our hands active. That's why we talk about reading. You have something in your hands, keeping your hands active. Meditating, we're opening our hands. We're breathing through our palms. Keeping our hands active. That's why I practice guitar. That's why we cook. We have to maintain activity. Whatever that means. Crossword puzzles. Keeping the brain engaged. Or we can just, you know, Netflix and chill and, and zoom out. And, uh, and just slowly let our brain cells atrophy. And not and, and there's a place for Netflix and then chilling. There, there's nothing against that. But you know when you should be keeping your hands active and playing defense and when it's, it's, it's acceptable for you to kick back and Netflix and chill, right? And I, like I said, I understand. It's, it's dark. It's heavy. It hurts. It sucks. It does. Defense wins championships, and we do that by keeping our hands active, engaged. And even if that means picking up the cell phone, picking up the cell phone, calling at 1-800-SUICIDE, or calling a friend. Call a friend. And, and, and by the way, not just calling a friend for you to share and dump and vent but calling a friend to check on your friends. Say, hey, how are you doing? I find that to be so valuable when I'm, I'm in the low of lows instead of calling somebody to share what I'm going through, just to call and, and check in on friends. Say, hey, how are you doing? And then I, in turn, start to feel better. I start to feel enlightened call an enemy or or just go out into a public place and and hang out but we we have to play we have to learn how to play defense how to keep our hands active how to stay engaged and how to be ready to grab those rebounds the rebounds are, are the are the opportunities that are before us But if, if we're if we're numbed out in food, drugs, and alcohol, and sex, 
then we're going to miss those rebounds. We're going to miss the opportunities that are given to us. We're going to miss the people who are extending a hand, the, the resources that are given to us, the, 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 the amount of, of assistance and help that's right before us. Because we've all done this where there have been opportunities granted before us, and then we walk away and we go, oh, I missed that. I didn't even realize that that's what was happening. But now it's, it's too late. We just, ah, we just missed that rebound. We just missed that. So that, you know, that's why this NFL draft is so beautiful because it's a reminder. The teams are being reminded that defense, if you look at any of the great teams, they have great defense in that they're protecting what they have, protecting what they have, and then creating opportunities for them to score. So that's what de- that's what great defense does. It protects what you have because even if you feel like you have nothing, you have something. But if you feel like you have nothing and you're telling yourself you have nothing, then you're not going to protect anything. And then you're going to lose what you have left. You know, if you lost a leg, you're going to be like, well, I lost everything. Well, now you might lose the other leg and in both arms. We have to play defense, and it starts with grounding ourselves in our routine and asking for help, keeping our hands active. Blog about it. You know, there's um, you know, there's a saying, something to the effect of, "Will there be pain, or will there? Will I? Will I?" Feel the pain or will I create art? Something to that effect. Will I sit in the pain or will I create art? And what I love about that is it's the recognition that we can take our pain and sit in it and wallow in it. Or we can transform that into art. Paintings, drawings, guitar, cooking, puzzles, starting a business, creating outreach programs. There's so many ways to transform our pain. And when I watch Shark Tank, you know, I don't know if you watch Shark Tank, but it's a lot of these companies are birthed out of people's pain points, a thing that was bothering them. And for some of those people, they lost their jobs or hated their jobs or someone was sick or they were trying to provide for the family. And then they just went for it all. They said, you know what? I got this wild and crazy idea. Let's try it. And, and you might be in that place where if you really feel like you're losing everything, okay, well, if you got nothing left to lose, then let's go for a Hail Mary here. Let's, let's try something, a little, that crazy idea that you have and see what happens. Which I don't typically recommend Hail Marys, to be honest, because uh, nobody really scores in most Hail Mary situations. Uh, it, it's, it's really disastrous. 
but sometimes we have to do a, a 180. We have to do the exact opposite of what we've been doing or shake things up. Because if you feel like what you're doing is, is only going to lead you to more ruin and disaster, then we definitely need to do something else. Turn that pain into art. Whether it's starting a blog or starting a blog or starting a group, there's something you can do with what you're going through. There was a, I, just, I read an article, this guy, Sam Gritton, 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 Gruton. And, you know, he was on, he was smoking weed, alcohol, doing all different types of drugs, and had two suicide attempts. And then um, on his third attempt, he he just he realized that he he can't do it. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. He had he had some pills ready to go and some alcohol to swallow the pills. And then he goes, I can't do this. He called a friend. Fortunately, a friend talked to him. Talked him out of it. And he's gotten off the the weed. He's gotten off the alcohol. He's not taking the pills. He's gotten off all that stuff. But, you know, it started with him using his hands. He, instead of using his hands to put pills in his mouth and pour a bottle of, of alcohol, he used to pick up the phone. And he called, he called someone. He called someone. And that someone answered. And that someone talked to him off the ledge. We have to pick up the phone, people. We have to keep our hands busy. That's what great defensive players do. They grab rebounds and they keep their hands busy. Stay active. Hands don't stay busy watching um, television, you know. Oh, you know, scrolling, scrolling, right? That's that's really the addictive part of being on a cell phone and, um, you know, scrolling through uh, Netflix. Netflix. I, it sounds like I have a, a vendetta against Netflix. I don't really. Um, on a flip side, switching gears a little bit. Haley Bieber, I just watched this video of Haley Bieber, and I didn't realize it, she's Justin Bieber's wife, 25 years old, and she just had a stroke at the age of 25. And she said it was um, linked to her birth control, which I had no idea. I had no idea that birth control pills can cause strokes in women. And and paradoxically, I don't paradoxically is not the word, but what I'm what I'm here learning is that strokes are happening at a younger age in people in in general, just for a, a number of reasons. Um, but one is linked to the different medications that we're taking. 
And so I, I bring this up to say that, you know, people who are the Haley Beavers or Justin Beavers, all these celebrities that we look up to, and that sometimes that can inspire jealousy and envy in us. And, and sometimes there might be people that you're following on social media that you're jealous and envious of. Um, they, they, everyone has their challenges. Haley Bieber um, had the stroke partly due to her birth control, but also because she has a, a hole in her heart that was just discovered. As a as a result of this, so she had a pre-existing condition, and then the birth control pill exacerbated the condition, and then she had a stroke, and, and it makes her more prone to have. A, she had a mini stroke; it wasn't a full-blown stroke; it was a mini stroke, but it makes her more prone to a full-blown stroke. And so, whoever you're jealous of right now, or envious of recognize that they have a challenge in their life. They have an obstacle. They have a thing that they're dealing with. They, they have unrequited love. They have, there is somebody in their life that, um, that they want that they want to, that they want to be seen by or heard by or understood by and is not being reciprocated. And when we look at people and we remind ourselves that what we're going through as an individual is a part of the human experience, we feel more connected. And shout out to Haley Bieber for sharing her story. You can, uh, she, it's on YouTube. I'll actually link to it in the show notes. Um, such a powerful, like 10 minutes, such a powerful story. She really goes into medical detail about what was happening. And I was like, oh, man, she's really cool. I, I can't believe how she's able to articulate this. I mean, I don't know anything about her, so it just shows you, like, the stereotype that I, I had about her and, and how I was thinking about her. But um, it's also a reminder that we're all going through challenges and we all have things that are going on in the back of our heads because a lot of times we tend to take things personally. And you look at Paulo Coelho's four agreements, one of them is do not take things personally. It feels personal, and a person may blame you or criticize you, but really whatever is happening is happening um, inside that person and, and, and even before you, you stepped into the picture. Because we're all stressed out. We're not all of us, but... Stress is definitely on a rise. So, you know, don't think that the world is out to get you. We're so stressed, as a matter of fact, that a lot of gyms now are having uh, rest days at the gym. You know, like your uh, your Gold's Gym or your 24-Hour Fitness or whatever um, major gym that you have. A lot of gyms, when you think about it, are like loud music, weights, Fast pace, you know. Um, but now a lot of gyms are incorporating meditative classes, yin yoga classes, breath work classes, uh, sound baths, 
you know, just more calming, soothing, relaxing classes. And that is starting to take up a bulk of the classes at a lot of these chain gyms. Because we're, we're, we're working a lot. That's the, it's kind of the downside of working from home. 24-hour access, emails, text messages, telegrams. Now, if you're getting a telegram, <laughs> who's what is it? Is that, is that still a thing? Somebody tell me. I don't know. Um, and it, last thing I want to <laughs> So, you know, if you, if you feel a need to, to take a breathwork class or a yin yoga class, or you just want to lay on your back, know that, that that's what's happening for a lot of the world where people are feeling a need to just unplug and, and take a few exhales. It's so, it's so much more fun to post your go, go, go workout and, you know, your P90X or CrossFit or, you know, you climbing Mount Rushmore or whatever it is that's really sexy for for Instagram but but the truth of the matter is is we also need to rest and repair restore and recover and and that's just as sexy right the fact that you can want to take that time to slow down to breathe and be still. It really is a, a art to practice gratitude for what we have. And also another way of playing defense, right? Protecting what we have, the gains that we have made, so that we can then attack another day. And I don't want to say attack, be proactive. I like that word. To be purposeful in our mission, in our intent. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing I wanted to, to share today, and I really appreciate you, you tuning in. I hope that um, you are enjoying this enough to share it with other people that you're like, oh, I know somebody who would love this podcast. I forgot. What was the last thing I was going to, I was going to share with you. Uh, oh, how the workers at Amazon, Starbucks, Apple, Condé Nast, they're all unionizing, right? Because they want to improve their benefits. They want to improve their wages and their, their health care. And I bring this up to say that, you know, if you're still of the mindset that you can do it all, that you got this, you don't need no help, Look at the look at these employees unionizing. They're coming together because why? They recognize they they by themselves don't have a strong enough voice. But when they team up, when they join a group, when they start a union, now they got they have to be heard. I mean, for Apple, Amazon, these are major companies. Teachers have unionized to, to improve their benefits. 
So team up, find a team, find a group, whether it's a mental health group, whether it's a grief group, whether it's a motorcycle gang group. It doesn't have to be strictly mental health. You know, I've shared that before. Joining a group can be, uh, I went for a walk yesterday and they have bridge. You might hear some beeping in the background. There's garbage. I feel like the garbage truck is here every time I podcast. Or maybe I'm podcasting. It's not personal, Leo. It's not personal. Um, but unionize. Find a way to create your own union. To create your own team, your own squad, so that you can improve your health benefits, your mental health benefits. So that if you do, if you are in dire straits, losing your home, uh, relationship crumbling, physical pain, you have your union to help you, to support you, to 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 be there, to be an ear, to guide you, to assist you with resources. And, and it's not easy. I understand that. But like I said, it's about keeping our hands busy, slowly building our team. That's the beautiful thing. When you think about the draft, the NFL draft, you know, which is what they do once a year. To um, If you don't know what the – I should have explained what the draft is because I know I have people listening in from different parts of the world. But basically the NFL once a year drafts uh, college football players into the – into the National uh, Football League. And they do this once a year. So they, they're they slowly building a team. So they recruit some players. Sometimes they trade players. Sometimes they put players on the bench. But they, have to, they do it every year. They're slowly building their team. Some teams are trying to win a championship this year. Some teams are have a five-year plan of winning a championship. We'll build the team. Uh, in such a way. So know that there's no right or wrong way for you to unionize, for you to build your team, for, for you to play defense. Just have a plan. A plan is better than no plan. And keep your hands busy. Stay proactive. And let's get after it. Yes, it feels like things are collapsing and crumbling around you, but we don't have to speed that up. We can slow that down. And we can actually somehow maybe turn this around. I remember reading the book Endurance, and you know, it was about the, the, the ship that got stuck in Antarctica for four years. Four years. Can you imagine? You're going down to Antarctica for what you think is three months, and you're stuck there for four years. Your ship gets stuck and is slowly, the ship is slowly sinking, right? And so what do they do? They go, okay, the ship is sinking. Let's play some defense. Let's start pulling the ship apart and using and using the resources on the ship to build a little community. So they built little huts for themselves. They built housing. They built the kitchen. They, they, they grabbed the wood. They grabbed the food off the, the ship. They, they grabbed what they could, and they got to work. They used their hands. And you know what? 
they all survived. 28 uh, sailors, four years stranded in Antarctica, all lived. They got to work. They said the ship is sinking. We don't have to sink with it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. Remember, this up. This podcast is not a substitute for you going to get help. You're not calling 1-800-SUICIDE or 1-800-273-TALKS or any of the other international phone numbers that are listed in each and every single one of the show notes. Um, you can always go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.